here with us. Everybody said, oh. No, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I, yeah, yeah, I, I feel it. I feel a little late, though, a little late. A little, little late. I feel it, though, because I felt it myself when, when, uh, when Aaron came to me and said, hey, he just, you know, he's got a lot going on. He's not going to be able to make it. Um, there's something about nostalgia, amen? And I've been blessed to be here from maybe before the beginning. <laughs> and so I definitely was like, they bring that boy back up in the house. Because there's a lot of new people here. Who, anybody here never heard Corey teach? Anybody like that? Yeah, see, it's a few people. Never ever heard him teach. I mean, he's just a gifted young man. And um, we've got a good long story together, a bunch of us. And I was just excited about that. But, praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. But I do see some of my friends, Dr. Avula and his family. Yeah, yeah, I know, bro. It's okay, bro. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I was blessed, though, because some of my dreams did come true. I saw Mary Kay over there worshiping. I said, yeah, baby, that's from back in the day. Mary Kay won't. Uh, you know, some of y'all are a little stiff. Mary Kay be holding them hands up and stuff. But I said, there she go. Yes, indeed. And then she did a fabulous job. Uh, I just want to honor them. Amen. What Mary Kay, as far as children's ministry, would you clap your hand? I mean, she was, whoa, the early days, baby. The early days, the early days. Hallelujah. Amen. But I am here. Amen. So let me pray. Father God, I thank you for the privilege, the opportunity um, to speak the word of God. Man, what happened to my keyboard person? <sighs> All right, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 don't. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Yeah, Stephen. Come on, bro. So, God, I thank you. Just um, allow me to be here today. And I do pray for us as your people that we would position ourselves for you to actually do something that none of us anticipated. And authentically, that even includes me. I don't take that lightly because I know Aaron too. So for her to say, hey, Pastor Don, could you do it? I knew that meant something to her to do that. So here we are, God. In Jesus' name, amen. So is, is there a title slide up there? Somebody read it to me because I want. There you go. So what do you think I'm going to start with? No. <laughs> See what I'm saying? You got to follow me, right? You got to follow me. No. Started with the other insights. So all the visitors, God bless you visitors. You picked the wrong Sunday to come. Um, no, I'm joking. But I'm serious. Because I, I do, when I get an opportunity, I do like to um, talk to the family. Amen? So some of my other insights is, again, just trying to uh, make sure that we don't miss like really, really holy moments. And um, one of the things I, I really am excited about that you guys couldn't see from my vantage point is just um, the privilege it is to watch people grow and mature in the Lord and be free in the Lord. Would you clap your hands for the worship band? Praise God. Come on. I mean, it's, it, y'all don't know, man. I just get joy. You know, so you got Erin. I mean, Erin's like old school now. But she, I mean, she came here as a young woman of God in the um, urban doxology. And we have watched her evolve into Pastor Erin. Clap your hands, somebody. <laughs> then you had um, former elder Shekinah Mitchell. And I know her when she was born. That's my eldest daughter. And then Brooke and Kenya. Come on, man. We're not making this stuff up. And them musicians, great. I mean, it's like, y'all don't know. I'm sitting there crying most of the time. Because God is real. God is really real. Ladies and gentlemen, none of this existed 15 years ago. 
So if you're still trying to figure out, well, am I going to live consecrated? Am I going to live dedicated to the Lord? Stop wasting your time. That's what you need to do. And the songs they sing, we're singing. I mean, I'm going to preach, but then I issue up here on her knees on this hard cement. Why? Why would people do that? Because something is real, friend. And if you're still a person struggling with sensing that God is touching you, that you are feeling God, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. You see, my, my, my life, again, I was praying today and all this stuff, and I was just realizing, man, my life is so fun with Jesus. I mean, it's like crazy. I'm, if you haven't noticed, I'm African-American. Yeah, I know. I don't mind the back. I was like, dog, I'm glad he said something. I didn't know. I didn't know. But, I mean, there's a place right down the street called Creighton Court. That's where I grew up. That's where my wife grew up. That's where we accepted Jesus. What was the apartment number? 3236 Nine Mile Road. Her mama said, hey, dude, you date my daughter, you got to come to the Bible study. That's it. And I heard Romans 10, 9 and 10, thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. And step by step by step, she was absolutely transformed that day. I mean, she was like, dude, I'm going after God all the way. You know, I was in a college. I was in a fraternity, you know. Dumb. That's all it was, Dumb. But God had mercy. And I kept growing and coming to the Lord and knowing the Lord and living for the Lord. And I prayed and I was praying. I was praying. I was praying. I was working in different churches. I was doing this. And I'm praying. And I'm trusting God. And one day, two young white people come to my house and say, hey, Don. There's a group of us trying to figure out where we're going to live. And we're serious about Jesus. We've done this stuff with John, Dr. John Perkins and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hmm, I've been praying for some help, but I didn't know it was going to be white people. <laughs> and the rest is history. That's why I wanted Corey to be here to tease him because a little while after that, we were gathering from house to house, going round and round and one, one day, Corey came and sat at my kitchen table and looked at me with his young, fired-up, educated man of God. He said, hey, uh, hey, Don, think you want to help me do a church here? And I'm thinking, I was here first. <laughs> I'm, I'm already a pastor. I'm passing all around the city. But yes, young man, I will work with you. Five years later, he came back to that table crying. What was I thinking, Don? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I said, it's good. It's all good. You humbled yourself now. Let us move on. And the rest is history. Ups and downs, down and ups, hurts and pains, confronting racism head on, confronting all the kind of craziness of trying to do a church like this head on. Pains and hurts and people, da 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 da. But here we are. Here we are. And my life is like fun. Two weekends ago, I was in Pauly's Island, South Carolina, at an Anglican church. If you don't know how different that is than this, you have not lived long enough. Totally different. The dude that's there is one of our early elders, Percy Strickland, was there to be ordained an Anglican priest. And who did he ask to do the sermon? Hello. And the room was not as diverse as this is. And he knew what he was doing. Because I was like, bro, you sure? Somebody say, but God. 
the only butt that doesn't stink. But God, but God, Percy and Angie Strickland are making having a divine impact on Paulie's Island. But Percy and Angie Strickland are unequivocal in the fact that the time that they were here prepared them to go and be difference makers in a very, very wealthy place with a lot of broken history. But God is using them to say it's not going to stay that way. We're going to see people reconcile across cultures, across economics. We're going to see it because that's the way Percy and Angie lives. Will you clap your hands for people like that? Yes. So that was two weekends ago. Last weekend, I was in Houston, Texas with Pastor David Hill, who's like the ministry he's doing is probably like seven to eight years behind us. In the third ward of Houston, unbelievable poverty. They're in relationship. Like we have a relationship with chat. They have a relationship with an organization called Agape Development. They brought me in because they had met me at CCDA. And they were like, hey, just come and talk to us. Man, I was in heaven. I could encourage them. How could I? Because they looked like where we started. And they're going for it. Going after God. Treated me royally. He looks like definitely going to be probably a, a spiritual son for me. Then yesterday, I was in Ashland, Virginia with some of my spiritual sons and daughters, with my spiritual dad, Tony Fitzgerald of Church of the Nations, who authentically travels around the world teaching the word of God, teaching about the kingdom of God. But here we are in a room with him, 20 of us. He's just pouring his wisdom on us. Early in the week, I was with Sonadia. And they have conference, and I know numerous of you went to that and were blessed by that. Let's give Jessie and her team some honor. Amen. And then this morning, I was at Crestwood Presbyterian, the Richmond location. Bruh, sister. Let me tell you something. I'm standing, again, I'm going like, how did I get here? Say it again, but, but God. So Don, why are you telling us all that? I'm telling you all that because if your Christian life is born, it's your fault. (laughs) I'm just telling you. That's on you. Because God is like into having you to have all kinds of experiences. Is will you open yourself up to him? And so tonight, you know, in a few more minutes, again, y'all know my thing. I'm going to probably get you out of here before tomorrow. Hold up. Wait a minute. Somebody just hit somebody late. Like, what? No, I'm teasing. But would you position your heart to receive something and then make application? What I'm talking about here tonight is not like you got to like, did did he break down the Greek on that? Did he he really help me see that? No, it's going to be like in your face. And what you get to do, <laughs> I saw somebody laughing that's like a real person that don't laugh a lot. So that was cool. Mario was laughing. That was what I'm talking about. It's going to be either you're going to make application in your life or you're going to leave here and pretend that you didn't hear what I said. Is that, is that like most of the time when I preach, you can kind of get away with what I didn't know what he was talking about. Tonight won't be the case. <laughs> it's going to be real clear and you're not going to be able to say well God if he had stuck to the three points I would have understood what he was saying no Don doesn't do three points but this tonight it's going to be so clear that you will be a liar if you tell God you didn't know what he was talking about who wants to lie to God raise your hand real quick okay I figured I wouldn't have any takers on that so Father I thank you now I thank you so much Go ahead, my brother. Just do something. Just do something on the keyboard. Just do something. Just do a little something. Yes, God.
There's a song I've been listening to for the past three weeks. A friend of mine sent me the song after she had been rejected by a couple of large churches and trying to get them to support her budget. She felt hurt and she felt pain and so she reached out to Pastor Don and said, hey, Pastor Don, I just need to be honest. That's how I'm feeling. And she sent me um, this song. But the words in the song are like really crazy. It basically says, you are fire, the refiner. Then another place in the song, a young lady says, Basically, burn. I want to burn for you. And I've been listening to it over and over and over. Because I realized that a huge part of what we are really struggling with is what I call we're familiar with the things of God. We don't have a sense of holiness. And in Hebrews, it says this. It says, our God is a consuming fire. You don't, how many of you know you don't play with fires? You understand that? There's this brother out there by the name of Francis Chan. He's, he's, he's had a revelation that he's prophetically trying to challenge the church that we, we've got to adjust parts of how we look at God. Because God is not into us doing and living any kind of way and then trying to say, you know, we know him. Because he's a consuming fire. So, Father, I pray tonight in these words, as we enter to this part of thankfulness, that that people will get it. This isn't a nice little, oh, that's nice. No, no, this is... I need to make application in my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Colossians chapter 3, verses 15 through 17. I think we got that. We got that. You, you're fine now, young man. You, if, you, if you want to sit there, that's great. If you don't, that's cool. Clap your hands for my brother. I love him. He's a blessing to me. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Close your eyes and hold your hands over your ears. And just think. What is the peace of Christ? Go ahead. You're good. Go ahead. You can take your hands down. Ruling your hearts to which indeed you were called in one body and be what? Go ahead and turn to the person beside you and say, be what? Be what? Be what? There you go. Be thankful. All of us who complaining about everything, stop it. Very good. Thank you very much. That's good. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, I'm just working with you because I know you got stuff that you should be complaining about. I do too. But we've been called to be thankful. That no matter what, we always remember we got something to be thankful for. Jesus Christ died, was buried, rose from the dead so that we could have life and have it more abundantly. Despite what our circumstances might be saying today. We've been called into one body and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom and singing songs and hymns and spiritual songs with what? With what? With what? In your hearts. Great day. If you are not in a house church, would you get in a house church, please? I just encourage you to do that. There's something about the intimacy of being together. Admonishing one another. teach. Get, I mean, it's just something beautiful about that. But look at the kicker right here. Verse 17. And whatever you do in word or deed, 
do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus. Giving to God the Father through him. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Excuse me, Apostle Paul. Y'all, y'all just listening on me and Apostle Paul conversation. Um, Apostle Paul, did you really mean do everything? Did you, did you really mean whatever you do in word or deed, you should be able to say, I'm doing this in the name of Jesus. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, you ready? Go ahead and do that thing you thought about doing that you know you shouldn't be doing. And then right after say, I'm doing this in the name of Jesus. Guess what? If you're serious about God, what's going to happen? You're going to stop doing some things. There's some things now you're going to say, wait a minute. I got to say, after I do this, you know that thing I'm about to do. I got to say in the name of Jesus. (laughs) Well, hold up. Somebody say, keep it real. That's, that's what my wife did to me. I told you I came to know Jesus in Creighton Court. But I was a fornicator. And she said, I met Jesus. Can't get no more of this, bro. <laughs> Hello? 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 Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. All y'all young people in here, y'all ain't fooling me. Stop it. Stop it. Get married. Come on. I'm going to another church. Go ahead on. Go ahead on. Go ahead on. Again, because we're going to teach you the Bible. Amen? Come on. Whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. When you start complaining, say, Lord, I'm complaining in Jesus' name. I'm complaining in Jesus' name. Now just go on and make a song out of it. See how you feel. And don't let me be standing beside you because some lightning might come. Come on, no, this is real for people. This is real. We, we don't have to wonder how to live for God. Just do the Bible. Just do the Bible. Well, I'm struggling with so-and-so. Try this. Now, can I keep it real? Man, you know God is merciful, right? God is merciful. Y'all know I've been struggling with weight for how long? You say dog bass now. You've been dog that for years, bro. Look at your big self. That's real. But but the mercy of God. That's it. I, I have no right to be standing up here talking to you. But for the mercy of God. So don't think I'm trying to ask you to be perfect. But I am asking you to seek after the Lord. See, this going this work in me too. When I get ready to eat that extra rib on Thanksgiving, it's gonna come to me. Go ahead, lift that rib up and say, "I'm eating in the name of Jesus." Huh? I mean, <laughs> hello. <laughs> it's gonna come to me too. Hey, the Bible says I'm supposed to be the first partaker. You know, so my wife been working with me. She got me on a special diet before Thanksgiving diet. So you can eat a little something, something on Thanksgiving, bro. We're going to cut you back on this and that. It's been working, too. I enjoyed it. But if I go overboard, if gluttony come in on Thanksgiving, you think the Holy Spirit ain't going to bring this to my remembrance? Please. Next verse. Quickly, quickly. Let me zoom on. Let's go. Here we go. Colossians 2, 6 and 7. Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus, if you have received Christ Jesus as your Lord, raise your hand high, please. Go ahead. Thank you very much. Put them back down so that you are the people I'm talking to. So walk in him. Rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, just as you were taught. I know they teach the Bible here. I go on YouTube and listen to the messages when I'm not here. They are still teaching the Bible. Abounding in what? Abounding in what? Abounding in thanksgiving. I know Louis. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Woo! And again, you don't have to do all that. 
Because that abounding also can mean multiple ways, multiple times. Giving God thanks. Giving God thanks. Go ahead. Next one. Next one. Giving thanks when? Giving thanks when? Giving thanks when? And for? And for? To who? In the name of who? Great day. We got some educated people in here. Y'all right. It's clear, right? I told you. Didn't I tell you it was going to be clear? Brooke up his yeah, yeah, you right, Pastor. I like Brooke. Brooke said, yeah, Pastor, you right. That's right. That's good. <laughs> Giving thanks always. Always. Now, I know it's somebody in here. You're going through something right now. Woo, this message is just for you. No, I don't feel like it, Pastor. That's why it's for you. Because you get an opportunity to walk by faith and stretch and go ahead and say, you know what? Yeah, devil, you a liar. I'm going to thank God. Yeah, that don't feel good. Yeah, that don't look right. Yeah, I like how this thing is going down. But I'm still going to give thanks to my God because he's causing me to triumph in Christ. Next verse, please. Rejoice when? Rejoice when? Come on, stand to your feet real quick, real quick, real quick. Whatever rejoicing look like for you, do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Quick, quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's good. All right. Good. Thank you very much. Have your seats. Now, you know what I love about that? People did it in multiple ways. Don't get fooled by the crazy people like me who loud all the time. That's not the only way you can rejoice. You can rejoice like this. It's all right. Don't panic. You know what God told you to do. Don't worry about the preacher. Rejoice always. Pray when you feel like it. Uh-oh, uh-oh, wait a minute. We got two people can read. There you go. Pray what? Without ceasing. Well, Pastor Don, when I pray, it seems like nothing is happening. You're a liar, you're a liar, you're a liar. Why? You're supposed to walk by and not by. Your feelings should not control you. All right, let's tell the truth. Don't about somebody here tell me the honest truth. Have you ever felt like not going to work? Anybody ever felt like that before? Uh-huh. See that? Did, how many t- did you go? How many times you felt like not going to work, but you went on? Now I know some of y'all, and stop that lying calling in sick when you're not sick. Stop it. <laughs> now they have, you know. The, the workforce didn't lighten up now, so they do have, like, the personal day, Jank. I ain't never understand that. You just make up anything. Oh, taking a personal day. Back in the day, you're trying to get a new job. That's what you do. <laughs> but people working with you. But really, really, seriously, don't let your feelings control your prayer life. Let me say that again. Do not allow your feelings to control your prayer life. Pray without ceasing. God, God desires us to pray. What is that? What is praying? One of, one of the aspects of praying is what? You're getting to hang out with God. You're telling me you don't want to hang out with God? There was a, back, a song back in the day where God, the brother was singing a song, but it was like God was singing to us. And guess what God was saying? He said, I miss my time with you. I was determined, God, I don't want you to sing that to me. <laughs> I don't want you singing that to me. Pray without ceasing. And then here we go. What's our message talking about today? What? Give. Win. Great day, I'm on it. My, my, my. Yeah, Brooke said, uh-oh. Yeah, that's, 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 come on, come on. You cannot make this up. At some point, you just got to love the Bible. It makes it easier for crazy preachers like me. You're like, but Pastor Don up there saying that stuff. I'm just reading the scripture. Give thanks in all circumstances. Can I say something to you? That's not going to feel good? The best time to give thanks is in a circumstance where you don't want to give thanks. Because that's going to show you got some Holy Spirit in you. They're giving you the strength to do it. Because it was up to you, you wouldn't do it. Well, I don't want to go through hard circumstances. I don't want you to go through them either. But you will. That's L-I-F-E. Talk to people like me, Leslie, Boyd, you know, a few of Bobby. The Mahias is, a few of us been around. We can tell you, if you haven't been through a hard thing yet, keep living. 
Just keep on living. Just keep on thanking God for giving you life because you will come to one of those circumstances. And when you come to that circumstance, the best thing for you to do is remember today and lift your hands. And say, That's what Pastor Don was talking about. I'm going to give God thanks because this feels totally icky, icky right now. How many of you have been trying to figure out what is the will of God? You know, you, you honestly, you said, man, I just want to know the will of God for my life. You, I saw you. Don't try to change it now. I saw you go like that. See, I was hoping somebody would buy into that. Well, here you go, bro. Here's the will of God for you. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you to do what? Give thanks in all circumstances. Some of you, you know, looking for like major direction for your life. No, you know, you know, you're just serious. You get in your little prayer closet and you, God, show me. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Just go back to this verse and say, well, I know one thing to do. Versus me in here crying and complaining about I don't know what to do. I'm just going to give you thanks right now, God. I'm just going to give you thanks. You know the plans you have for me. You know the directions you have for me. So today, I'm just going to lift my hands and say, thank you, Lord, that eventually I'm going to find that the reality is that you are ordering my steps anyway. When I couldn't see what I wanted to see, that was the reason why I was thinking I wasn't in your will, because I wanted your will to be my will. When the word of God says, not my will, but thine be done. So, God, I'm just going to give you thanks for today. My friend, do you think I thought I'd be standing right here with y'all today? This is crazy, man. I was in my house on Mosby Street crying out to God. Oh, I was in Three Lakes Park crying out to God. Oh, I was in Shimaraza Park crying out to God. I was at Jefferson Avenue Park crying out to God. No idea. He brought Sam. I don't think Sam here today. He brought Sam Jensen and his, all the way from Montana. First person I ever met from Montana. <laughs> Come on, man. Montana, baby. In Richmond, Virginia. Hanging out with me. He'll just show up at my house anytime. Like, hey, Pastor Don, you said people could come. Here I am. I'm here. I'm at the door. <laughs> Okay, bro, you must know the Holy Ghost because I could have been somewhere else. But that's what I'm talking about. Derek from Kansas, like Dorothy, man. Brother from Kansas. Down here in the hood, baby. Come on now. This God. This God, he's worthy. He's worth of giving him thanks. Next slide. Y'all not going to believe this. I'm really almost done. If you get a chance, read Jonah chapter 2. Anybody know anything about Jonah? Anybody know anything about Jonah? What happened to Jonah? Oh, I see the youngsters in here. Where was he? He did a well, brother. Dude was in the well. I don't know what it was in the well. Read this fish, big fish, whatever you want to call it. But I, with the voice of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you. In all circumstances, Jonah had to live that out. For who? That's the model for us. That in all circumstances, with the voice of thanksgiving, was sacrificed to you. What I have vowed, I will pay. Salvation belongs to the Lord. My friend today, one of the things I think that we want to be challenged on is like that baptism today. I pray that you were authentically encouraged by that. That is a miracle. Being born again is a miracle. We don't ever want to get familiar with that. And whenever you find yourself really not excited about the fact that Jesus rose from the dead for you, you need something else. You, you, you can't get excited unless, you know, you got all the stuff you want. You know, your Lexus, your big house. You're tripping, friend. The devil got you distracted. And see, we got this thing calmed up that people call Christmas. But I say to us, the people of God, will we please lift up the birth of our Savior? Come on. Will we, will we be unashamed and excited about Jesus? 
And when people are talking about what they're getting for Christmas, young people, would you say, well, I got the best gift, gift ever when I accepted Jesus. Don't you want that gift? But how will they know if, you know, we're going around like, yeah, yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah, I can't wait to get to the da 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 Come on, friend. Come on now. Come on. This is our time. Talk about Jesus. Well, they're going to think I'm crazy. They already do. You believe in an invisible God. <laughs> Sad, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of, go ahead to the next slide. Before we go today, I just want us to realize the world has a lack of thanksgiving. Can we, can we acknowledge that? A, a lack of thankfulness. That's just the way it is. But the Bible tells us why. Look at this. This is in Romans. This is crazy, man. This is right here. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Clearly seen by who, friend? Those of us who have a revelation of Jesus Christ. We can see God. That's what I told you. My life is not boring because I can almost see God everywhere and everything I'm doing. So I don't have to conjure it up. It's like, woo, look at God. And I understand that somebody else might go like... What? You, you see who? I see God. Clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, come on here, preacher. Come on here, somebody. But when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. If you are living in a life as a follower of Jesus and not living in a in an abundance of thanksgiving, abounding in thanksgiving, then you are giving glory to someone other than God. They glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful. An absence of being thankful to God is worshiping another God. And then this is where you headed, but became vain in their imaginations. And their foolish heart was darkened. Profess, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Now, I know this is on tape. I want to say it on tape. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of stuff, stuff going on. Called church or whatever. That is not actually giving thanks to God. It's focused on a whole lot of other things. And I would say to us here at Eastern Fellowship, be careful. Be careful. Please examine the elders. Please examine the pastors. And make sure that we don't get caught up in trying to keep butts in seats. Versus giving thanks to God. Next slide. Thankfulness. Giving thanks to God. Having a heart of thankfulness. Are supposed to be who we are as Christ followers. Living out thankfulness is a way we are to model to our world thankfulness to God in our day-to-day lives. That spills out on to others. My friend, my hope today, my hope this week for you. Hey, man, what's coming up Thursday? Come on. How many of you got to go to work or something between now and Thursday? Okay. I'm telling you right now, somebody's going to say something about Thanksgiving that have no clue that the Thanksgiving we're talking about is giving thanks to. And so when they roll up onto you and say, happy Thanksgiving, this is what I want you to do. I want you to lift your hands and say, thanks be to God for all that he has done in my life. And I just appreciate you wishing me a happy Thanksgiving. But I want to give glory to my Savior. I'm going to another church next week. I ain't coming back here. My friend, come on now. Because you don't know what could happen if you did that. I can, I'm going to prophesy to you right now. Somebody's going to do that. And somebody's going to break down weeping right in front of you. Just start crying. Because they're going to say, man, you're, you're right. That 
is what Thanksgiving should be about. Thank you for being unashamed. Would you pray with me? I've kind of strayed away from the Lord. Well, I don't know if I can do that, Pastor Don. Lift your hands now. Everybody lift your hands. You can't see that? You can't lift your hands. You can do it. Next slide. So let's go with this amazing vision of how we look forward. Here's a couple of verses, and I'm, uh, you're not going to believe it. Yeah, I'm almost done. Next slide, please. Thank you. Second Corinthians 2, 14 through 17. But thanks be to, but thanks be to, but thanks be to, but thanks be to, hey, but thanks be to, hey, but thanks be to, but thanks be to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Don, you're going off, Don. You're going off track, bro. Bring it on back. Makita tried to teach us that. Bring it on back. Bring it on back, Pastor Don. Yeah, Makita made me famous in Kansas. Makita was out in Kansas. It made me famous. She was on the college campus, and she kept telling the people, y'all young people, y'all young people, y'all young people. And she said, why am I saying y'all young people when they're only like two or three years younger than me? That's Pastor Don did that to me. Thanks be to God who always, don't you love a God who's an always God? He's not a sometime God. He's an always, somebody say always, always, always. <laughs> leads us in triumph in Christ. See, my friend, until you can be in a jacked up situation, pull your Bible out and look at this scripture and go, that's the situation, but that's what the word says. And through us spreads and makes evident everywhere. The sweet fragrance. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Uh-oh. Are you giving off a sweet fragrance? Huh? Are you giving off a sweet fragrance? I'm going to do this little test right here. This is the beauty. This is the beauty of fragrance, right? You smell something. You smell it, right? Did you, did, you, did you ask me? Did you ask me? No, it just came up on you, right? Boom. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to smell that, bro. Huh? Here's the deal, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Whatever's coming off of you, they're going to smell it. People are going to smell it. Yes, uh, take this around with me. Sometimes I don't put off a sweet fragrance. You know what I'm talking about. Boop. Clear that thing right on up. What about your life? What about your life? What's the fragrance? And do you know what the air freshener is for your life? What's the air freshener for your life? Jesus. Come on, clap your hands for whoever said that. I don't know. What the, come on. And through us spreads and makes evident everywhere the sweet fragrance of the knowledge of him. The knowledge of him. For we are the sweet, for we are the sweet fragrance of Christ, which ascends to God, discernible both among those who are being saved and amongst those who are perishing. See, the earth dwellers should know when you come around. They should smell us. Oh, what is that? That's they want them big time perfume. That's, that's better than whatever that is, that big time one. You know the ones that you fit that out for that much, man. I don't buy those. I can't do it. For we are the sweet fragrance of Christ, which ascends to God, discernible both among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To the latter, one an aroma from death to death. A fatal, offensive odor. But to the other, an aroma from life to life. A vital fragrance, living and fresh. And who is adequate and sufficiently qualified for these things? For we are not like many, acting like merchants, peddling God's word, shortchanging and adulterating God's message. But from pure, uncompromised motives, as commissioned and sent from God, we speak his message in Christ, in the sight of God. 
told y'all yesterday I was with uh, my, the gentleman who fathers me in the spirit. It was so powerful because what we got to accept is the future of how we do what we do. Is going to be changing. But the principles are not going to change. Young people, I challenge you today. Part of what we struggle with is that no matter how much we love one another, no matter how much we want to do community with one another, God still has standards. He still has an expectancy that our lives will give off the fragrance of Jesus. Not the fragrance of what the culture approves of. And as the culture changes, we've got to stick with the fragrance of Jesus. Now let me work you, because I know y'all young and I'm old. I'm with you on some of the dumb stuff the church has done in the past. I'm with you. We got to kick that stuff to the curb too. Clap your hands, somebody. But when you try to kick when you try to kick the fragrance of Jesus out, because that fragrance may be producing death in somebody that doesn't want to change to that fragrance, you, you're being tricked. Because that fragrance is still true, and all a person has to do is shift to receive it, versus allowing it to be deaf to them. It's deaf to what needs to die. The apostle Paul said, what? I die daily. All of us got stuff in us that needs to die. But when we resist that death because we want to do what we want to do, then we start smelling like death. For we are not like many, acting like merchants, peddling God's word, shortchanging and adulterating God's message. But from pure, uncompromised motives, you, you know why those certain fragrances cost so much more? It's because they're pure. The ones I use are watered down. When it's pure, you don't have to spray the whole bottle on at one time. You just do a little boop. And the last time, go ahead, girl, preach with me, girl. <laughs> that girl preach right with me, boy. She with me. Lasts all day. Pure. Go ahead and turn to the person's side and say pure. And then say this. Say, will you commit to give God pure thanksgiving, a pure heart of thankfulness. And then finally, the last verse of the day, I know some of you are like, what? He finished? Oh my God. <laughs> Chapter 7, 11 and 12. This is the book of Revelation. This is where we all think we're headed. We're going, you know, we're going to be with God. But look at this. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. And they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Father God, I thank you today. I thank you so much today. <laughs> Would you fill us with thankful hearts? Will you fill us with thankfulness? Lord, I pray this week that you would just shake our world, wherever we're going, whatever we're doing. As people bring up the word thanksgiving, we will lift our hands and just say, thanks be to God. 
and just just get their attention that, yes, I'm thankful for what God has done in my life. And I'm thankful for what he can do in your life if you just allow him to. Fill us with thankful hearts, God. That whatever we do in word or deed, that we do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father, through him. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to the person beside you and say, yeah, it is not tomorrow. I'm so grateful. Now we're going to have a time of response, um, a time to respond to God's word. I'm going to ask the prayer team if they could go to their physicians. The word of the Lord has been made clear to us. Um, We should be operating and walking in a spirit of gratitude and thanksgiving. And if you felt the word of the Lord pricked you and convict you, um, I know I have. uh, And you would like somebody to pray with you and for you. The men and women of God are here for that. Um, if you have not yet made a decision for Jesus in this time, at, at this time, um, but you would like to, you feel the spirit moving on your heart. Now is the time God brought you here at this place and at this time. Um, you're in exactly the right place, in exactly the right moment. Um, so when you, if you feel the spirit, would you come and just have one of us pray with and for you? Uh, for all of us, I pray that we would um, allow our hearts to be soft and respond, examine our hearts, examine our lives, and see where we've hardened our hearts to the voice of God, where we've become bitter and not walked in uh, thankfulness, but have submitted to a spirit of complaining, to submit it to a spirit of despair.
are good. I will taste and see that you are good. I will taste and see that you are good. You're good to me. So I will taste and see that you are good. I will taste and see that you are good. I will taste and see that you are good. You're good to me. Let the abundance of God be real to you in this place. I will taste. I will taste and see that you are good. I will taste and see that you are good. I will taste and see that you are good. Psalm 42 says, as a deer pants for the water, so my soul longs for you. Later on in that chapter, it says, why are you so downcast, my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God. The psalmist says, for I shall yet praise him. 
there's a level of, as Pastor Don has been saying in this corner the whole time, of choosing to praise, of choosing to worship, of choosing to bow, of choosing to acknowledge, of choosing to drink deeply from the wells that never run dry. So God, I pray that we would continue to choose you again and again and again and that we would trust in your promise. She'll never run dry. Say so. If you didn't know, there was a major, major tragedy that happened um, last week. Dr. Dimitri Bradley, the pastor of City Church, died in a very, very tragic accident this week and just so you can get a little a glimpse of the depth of this they had just opened um, a second location in the south side and it's hard um, I have one of their key members is a, on the board of chat his name is Tommy Blanchard that I do have a deep personal relationship with me and Jonathan as the chair. Um, But Dr. Bradley was a respected man of God in this region. So we just want to take a moment, and I'm going to lead us in a, a brief prayer. Father God, we lift up City Church now. We're all one family. And Lord, we cry out to you, the living God, because we know that the word of God is clear, again, you're the God of all comfort. They don't have to look here nor there, that they can look to you, the God of all comfort. But God, we thank you for even the, the space and the grace that you will give them to grieve such a tragic situation. Yet, God, we can have confidence That in their darkest hour, the light of the world will find a way to shine. So we honor you now. If there are people here that are in relationship with people there, God, would you give us wisdom and insight and how to reach out, how to be available, how to serve? We pray that for the church at Richmond, we would acknowledge a tragedy like this and respond accordingly. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's all, uh, I was going to do a different song, but I would, if we would rise just as a way of dismissal and join hands, let's um, sing the doxology together. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here I wanted to say, I noticed a lot of people here that I have not met you before because of my craziness. I'm going to be standing up here. If you're thinking, yeah, I don't think I've ever actually talked to Pastor Don. I would love to meet you today. If that's you, feel free to come on up. God bless. Thank you so much. Don't you worship. Come on, give a hand for this worship band. Amen. Amen.